ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Well, today ought to be interesting as we are live at Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic here in Lakeview. And uh, some news apparently coming out of Airline Drive over at Saints Camp. And I don't know if it's news that I think a lot of people were ready for, to say the least. So we will get into that here shortly as we are live in Lakeview 132 West Harrison Avenue. We'll speak with Dr. Josh Roulette here shortly as today is Tuesday. And that means that there's our first Tuesday of the season with our head coaches. So super excited about that. As last year, we've been doing it for a couple of seasons now, where we have a handful of coaches in and around the area to join us and talk about their program. And this year, Dr. Josh Roulette joins us here to our right. Southern Mrs. Will Hall is going to join us. Love it. So um, my daughter excited just, about that. My daughter just started over there. She had a great first two weeks, mm-hmm. and she cannot uh, wait for her first football game, so... That's, that's it's coming. Very exciting. It's coming this weekend against Liberty. Yeah. I think one of the things that's interesting, too, obviously, I'm a grad. You're a grad from right. Southern Miss <clears throat> and Brother Martin, which will be there on Thursday, by the way, with oh. Scott Craig. He's going to be talking about, you know, career day. I think they're, I don't know, going to name, like, a spoon in the kitchen after him or something. In the mall. <laughs> sure I, there's something going on. It's there. something like that. I, you know, I'm just hoping for, like, a locker. Right. You know, or even a parking spot. I'd like to just get a call. Like, they want me to come over and talk about it. <laughs> just <Yeah>. that. <laughs> you don't get those emails either. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but I was kind of thinking, hey, you know, I, there's so many people that actually do uh, either go to Southern Miss or are part of it one way, shape, or form. And now this year, you know, they're going to be in the same conference as the Cajuns now. So, I just think you know, it's, it's interesting exciting. how the Sun Belt, yeah, no doubt. So, we're, I figured since we're going to be talking Raging Cajun football with Michael DeSormo, the head coach, at 1245, well, let's bring in uh, Coach Will Hall. So, he's going to start with us uh, this week. Hopefully, he'll answer his phone. 1215, we'll, we'll be with him. And then at 1 o'clock hour, Tim Rebo is back with Nichols. We've done that for several years. Always enjoy that. Willie Fritz, head coach of Tulane, and Frank Selfo, who's quickly become one of my um, – I, I'm not going to say favorite. I enjoy my conversation with them. It's always literally come on out here, you know, do what you got to do, get your tailgate on. We want you sauced up essentially for the game. Absolutely. <laughs> no, nah, it's fun. He loves being the head coach at Southeastern. Well, you that's know, what you want to see. You want to yeah. see people who, who love doing what they're doing. And um, hopefully the team responds to that love and they play well in the field. It's interesting you just said those words. It's hopefully the team responds with that love because the news of the day is about a player that I think a lot of people felt love the team, love the city, and apparently it's not reciprocated. We'll get into that. I know there's a lot of people that want to get into it, so I gave you the list here. Will Hall at 1215, Coach DeSormo at 1245, 115, Coach Rebo, 130, Coach Fritz, Coach Selfa, 145. 12.30 and all the 2 o'clock hours could be open, and I'm sure Saints fans want to chime in. 
Before we get into that, we can take some phone calls this segment here as well, 800-998-1003 on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Tell us a little bit about, obviously, UCFC, sir. Yeah, we are a specific chiropractic center. We're focused on getting people well for the long term. Anytime you have something going on um, acute as well, meaning something that just happens, you sprain your ankle, you get in a car accident, those kind of things we help with too. But we're looking to not only heal that, but to get you to a point to where you're feeling good and functioning better for the future. I think one of the things that uh, obviously it was funny, you sat down with me like, how you doing? Because, you know, I came here a couple of times and everything. And then yeah. uh, I told you essentially I'm falling apart. It's not because of you. It's because <laughs> I haven't seen you and I exactly. played in a media game a couple Sundays ago but you you look one of the things that I did enjoy when I did meet you and we went over what is that you do here as well uh experience you told me based on the way I was walking what was wrong with me I'm like huh that's right one of my last visits that was here is like I didn't even tell you kind of had a little something on my trap and you knew that (laughs) just by I guess seeing how I was everyone holds tension different ways yeah you know my job is to be able to see that how you're holding yourself when you're walking sitting uh, when you're on the table, when you're talking to me, and make sure that we get you back to a, a more balanced place. Well, that's one of the first things you do. And I, I know you say balance, and we use it in, in our spots here as well. The first thing you do, you have me lie down, and I, you, like, observe me or something. Like, right. you try to get my feet straight or something. Because it was funny. I told you after the first visit, I'm like, I feel like I walk better. Like, I feel like my feet actually touch the ground. And you laughed, right. and you're like, well, no, that's probably because you're actually in line. You're actually in alignment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so most people don't really understand that their body is working off balance, meaning that one half of their body is overworking. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times uh, there's tight muscles, and a lot of people say, oh, I have a hurt right knee and a hurt right shoulder. Everything's on this side. Well, that side's overworking. Those muscles are too sure. tight to function correctly, and that leads you to being imbalanced, and you're almost like a broken table walking around, right? Mm-hmm. So you're always leaning on one side, more weight on that side, and those injuries start to pile up on that side of the body, and then my job is to make sure we – uh, get your body functioning better again to where you're more balanced out and the muscles can start to relax and heal the tissue. I always like when I walk in here, too. Not only smells fantastic, the coloring, the the place, the facility you have here. And Thank you. I, Not that I don't want to be here, right. but you know I'm looking to my left, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we got the massage clinic as well, Lakeview uh-huh. Massage and Therapy. And it's named Lakeview Massage and Therapy for a reason. You know, they do both of those things. So it's not just a, a quick, easy, let me run over there and get a – a simple massage. It can be if you want it to be, but usually it's they're going to stretch you out. They're going to work the body. They're going to get you to a point to where you understand why you're not functioning the way that you should be, and their job is to make sure that you get on a plan that can help you out. I think one of the things that I, I noticed when I went there as well was the extensive menu. It's right there on the wall. You can also go to the website, like View Massage and Therapy, and see it and click it on menu, and it's all there. And I'm, I have a suggestion for you, by the sure. way. I'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> I think that was the thing that really stood out to me when I walked back over here, and I'm like, I had no idea. And I said the last time I was here, a very close friend of my wife was going to have a double mastectomy. She did. She's now in recovery. That's one of the specialized massages that they actually have. I I didn't think about that ever. I didn't know that. And, you know, prenatal and postnatal massage and things of that nature, things that make sense, though, because you're talking about balance, alignment, stress, pressure, weight. I mean, the pregnancy is, is absolutely one of those things. I just never think about that. And, you know, it's... Almost September, holiday season is coming around. We start buying gifts once a month, so they're right. going to hit us all at once. And so I've been we'll, saying, dude, gift cards for something like that it and we would have be them. perfect for them. We have them, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're ideal. And I wear these T-shirts in the office, each with different um, sayings on them, things that I believe in. The one I'm wearing today, and I wear this all the time, but in healthcare, being specific matters. 
And that, that goes for not just chiropractic, but it goes for everything, especially massage. And when you have something specific to you that's going on, you want your health care dialed in on that issue. Sure. And, and that's what we try to do not only here at the chiropractic office, but also next door with the massage therapy. All right, so I have a suggestion. I do this to Scott all the time, too. Like, sure. I mean, he had a Philly quesadilla last week at Katie's. Okay. And um, he said it's just every now and then. It's like filet. I'm like, dude, you have to. That needs to be on the menu all the time. Yeah. So I thought it would be a good idea. It's been raining, by the way, which this I think is the first time in, what, three or four visits that it's not raining or pouring when I'm here. Yeah, you didn't bring it right. this time. As of now. Right. As of now. And then, um, and then I said, hey, I, I was just thinking, hey, I, maybe I'll do the grass. Okay. Right. So I'm going to show you so you think that I'm not making this up, by the way. And I'm not because I did the old Apple Watch here. Uh, let's see. Here we go. I have it one hour and eight minutes. I think it's what it took me. My BPMs were 168. I mean, there you go. You get it all in. 724 yeah. calories. 2.42 miles, essentially. There it is. An hour, 21 minutes is what it took me. Like seven bags of grass because I hadn't cut it in about right. a week and a half. You waited too long. What about, you know, we, we have all those specialized massages. What about summer Someone grass cutting? Yeah, you know, where <laughs> like you, yeah, you're cutting grass just because I'm drained right now. Right. I've gone through two Gatorades. I'm dizzy. Well, what we have is a little Arnold Palmer when I walk in, maybe, <laughs> and just go at my legs and feet. Well, here's right what now. we have: we have lemon water, <laughs> right. and we have a, a massage for athletes and weekend warrior. I wouldn't say athlete go. for yeah. you, but maybe weekend warrior. Is that Something, what we're calling it? I think that yeah. I think that's a good term for the grass cutting. <laughs> Uh, a dad on the Dude, it's brutal. I, yeah, I text my wife. That's why I um, hired someone. Who has a hip flexor, by the way. Right. I sent her over here. And I said, um, don't ever again when I say that I'm going to do a riding lawnmower. Which, by the way, anyone wants to sponsor me with a riding lawnmower. I'll tell you what. I have, I have some property, yeah. and I, yeah. riding lawnmower is the way to go. An hour, 21 minutes. Yeah. I thought it maybe be 45. Listen. Yeah. I did yard work. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Three weeks when I bought my house. Mm -hmm. After that, I paid someone because it's just too hot. It's too much, and it hurts the body. I have to help other people. I need to make sure that my body is right as well. Yeah. And uh, and tell you what, those guys who came and cut my grass, I offered them offered them care. Too. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You um, you sat down. You're like, you, you need anything? I'm like, you don't got the time right now. Yeah. <laughs> we only had about five minutes, and I, I literally did. I did try to grab you. Yeah. You did, and I appreciate that. It's just it's it's a process. <laughs> Time now for the lead, the lead, the lead, the lead. Here's what's topping our headlines on the sports hangover. Well, <laughs> I got to say I was a bit surprised. My my watch is going off. My phone in my pocket's going off. I'm trying to get the grass cut. Josh is 1050. I'm like, yeah. I got to get going here. And Scott it was actually the first person to text me. He's like, what do you mean we traded Chauncey? I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? It's the first and, thing I said when I walked out, my son texted me. Yeah. So sure enough, Adam Schefter and others here to full term trade, uh, the full trade terms. It is true. The Saints have traded Chauncey Gardner Johnson to the Eagles and are also sending a seventh round draft pick to them. It's the Saints seventh round pick in 2025. New Orleans receives. The Eagles' fifth-round pick in 2023, and the worst of their two six-round picks in 2024. You heard me. The worst of that. So you traded your starting nickel. 
who's a stud for you know a fifth and the worst of a six. I I had to sit here and think about how I was going to say this because my phone is is going off left and right right now and it's not kind. Right. I think it's safe to say we have officially arrived to the very first, I'm sorry, what moment of Dennis Allen's coaching career. I'm very interested to hear what he has to say today when he meets the local media as to the reasoning behind this. My quick take on this, because we have three minutes before we get to Coach Will, do you remember at the beginning of training camp, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson wanted a new contract. He did a hold-in. He showed up, but he didn't practice a day or two. Then they said it was personal reasons, what have you. My guess is at that time the team got the number or what it was that he was looking for and that this is what that is, that they knew they weren't going to match it. They've said openly they really like Alante Taylor, who they drafted this year, and that is an area where they are deep. Bradley Roby has been playing very well at practice as well. Maybe he is your nickel. I I understand it, and at the same time, if the defense is a strength and he brings that kind of energy, you ride the season out. I mean, like, right. look, if you're going to tell me, well, at least I got something for him, what did you get? You got a fifth in the worst of a six for nothing. a starting nickel. Those and guys, It must have got really nasty real quick with the contract. Josh, by the way, turn. last I checked, the Eagles are in the NFC. The Saints play the Eagles this year. The Eagles are the team that many are picking to win the NFC East. That's a team that you may be playing in the playoffs, and you just sent your starting nickel there. It doesn't make any sense to me. You can explain to me. I'm not saying you. Right. That it's about, well, we're not, we might as well get something for him. I, I would argue your something for him would be this year, him starting for you over what you hope a fifth and sixth round pick would be. Right. I don't like it. It's, That's my opinion. I don't like it either. It seems more valuable to have him on the field for us this season, especially after going through camp as the starter. Uh, now, now the rookie's stepping in and stepping up, hopefully. And we do have a, a deep DB mm-hmm. locker room, so. Hopefully those guys can fill fill in the gaps pretty easily. I think the thing, too, is Chauncey was a fourth-round pick in 2019. So you didn't even get the full compensation you know, of what you drafted. Again, here's the other thing. He's a starter. He's your starting nickel. Right. This isn't a guy that you, you, know, you can't find room. Like Bradley Roby would have been a candidate for me for that. But apparently... I think it's about them. Again, you still have them under a rookie deal. <laughs> I just, again, no I'm confused. That's why I'm saying it has to be something by. more that we're missing. Something contract got ugly. Maybe agent said something. Who Don't knows? know, man. Don't know. But I, I, I can assure you, judging by Saints fans, and look, I mean, the, the, the photo of him kicking the Falcons logo is, you know, the most one of the most iconic ones yeah. at the end of the season when they beat the Falcons. There he is doing a – you know, karate kick to the Falcon logo. I I'm just, a fan. I, I, I love CD Deuce. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the Eagles fans love it. And I was listening to it when I was driving here, and they are excited. And so National Radio thinks it was a great trade for the Eagles. It was. I'm a bit confused. Dr. Josh Vlett, feel free to stick around. Head coach Will Hall is going to be next. Uh, Got to quickly tell everybody, though, that new football season is about to begin. Get ready for NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's the official sports betting partner of the NFL. So to celebrate the return, I want to hook you up. New customers can't miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game. Get $200 in free bets instantly. And they want you to also be a part of this. It's called the Early Win Promotion. Get up 
Seven, you win. What do I mean by that? Any NFL team, bet on it. Your choice. If that team leads by seven points at any point in the game, you win and get paid instantly, even if they lose. So the Falcons get lucky, score in the opening drive. They go up 7 nothing. Josh is looking at me like he wants to kick me like Chelsea Gardner juice, uh, deuce. But the Saints come back and win 35 to 7. You win. So as, as long as they go up seven, you're good. Right. I like that. You like that? It's very easy. Use the promo code LaRose, get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet, by the way, on any football game. Use the code LaRose. Quick break. We come back. We hope to have head coach Will Hall, the Southern Miss Golden Eagles, on the Sports Hangover. Next on ESPN New Orleans. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview on West Harrison, Dr. Josh Roulette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information. Educate yourself on your body and let us get you back to balance. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market's feels like home. Water safety tips from Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. One, always designate a water watcher when children are in and around water. Two, wear your life jacket when on a boat or near open water. Three, remove toys from swimming pools when not in use. Four, empty all blow-up pools and buckets of water when not in use as children can drown in as little as two inches of water. Five, check the water first if a child goes missing. Six, stay off and away from the rock jetties. And number seven, swimming lessons can reduce drownings by 88%. Learn to swim. Six miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengal. All right, welcome back. It is Tuesday, August 30th, our very first Tuesday of the brand new college football season. We'll be speaking with a number of head coaches in and around the area coming up here. Next hour, we'll have Willie Fritz, Tim Rebo, Frank Selfo, Michael DeSormo, you head coach over at UL coming up at 1245. But joining us for the first time is Will Hall, head football coach of the Southern Miss Golden Eagles, Maya Mamata, also Josh Roulette. And uh, coach, super thankful for joining us here, and thank you for your time. How are you? 
Man, I'm doing good, Gus. I really appreciate you guys asking me to be on. I appreciate you giving us the time. I saw you guys out there with your staff earlier in training camp over at Saints camp. And uh, always, I guess, moments like that. I know you guys did that with Coach Fritz and things of that nature. How beneficial is it to go to an NFL practice one day with your staff? And what exactly is it you're kind of, you know, checking out? Yeah, so, you know, number one for me, Gus, man, I grew up in Amory, Mississippi, a coach's kid, so I've loved the Saints my whole life. And, uh, you know, so I'm just a big Saints fan, number one. And then I uh, got, got to know Pete Carmichael through my time down there in New Orleans, uh, Tulane, and also got to know Declan Doyle, their passive game analyst, become good friends with him. And, uh, you know, man, just really think a lot of what they do offensively. I mean, you could argue since Sean Payton took over there, him and Pete Carmichael and that whole crew that they've had the best offense in the NFL for a long, long extended period of time. And so we've taken a lot of things they do and incorporated what we do. It's just a whole lot of fun, number one, from a learning experience because they're so good at offensive football, Mm -hmm. but also number two, I'm a huge Saints fan, man, so it's a cool deal for me all the way around. Last year, you used a running back to play co- uh, quarterback, not, not because of uh, may- maybe you wanted to be progressive on the offensive mind thing. Do you think Alvin Kamara could, could fling it a little bit and play quarterback for you? I'm going to say he could do it if he wanted to. There ain't a lot he can't do. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, would you say that that was the most challenging thing about your first year at Southern Miss it is literally – you you didn't have any scholarship quarterbacks. You had to literally play a game with a running back at quarterback. Yeah, you know, we inherited a roster with only 62 scholarships. We inherited a roster with only one scholarship quarterback. We were able to bring in two before the season started, and then they all got hurt. So, you know, college football, you have 85 scholarships. Last year was COVID year, Gus, so a lot of people had more than 85 with the rules. And we were playing with 62, so I like to tell people all the time, we were like a good 2A or 3A team playing a 6A schedule. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an excuse, sure, but it's also a little bit of fact, too. We were just undermanned, didn't have enough bodies, and then we lost all our quarterbacks. And so we started going to the wildcat or the superback, if you will, and shortening the game down, snapping it with one second left so our kids didn't have to play as many snaps because we just didn't have as many kids as what you need. It was almost unhealthy. You know, we just didn't have enough kids to play a real college football game with the amount of snaps. So we reduced the game and kind of went old school with it. And uh, we were able to win our last two games and go into the offseason and recruit really well. We feel like we'll be a much better football program this year. Speak with Coach Will Hall, the Southern Miss Golden Eagles, joining us this year on Tuesdays as we talk to head coaches on Tuesdays about their programs. Coach, is that something that probably was – one of the things you were most proud of, you just mentioned you won the last two games of this of the year. When you battle that, one of the hardest things to do, right, Coach, when you walk into a new program and you're the guy now, buy in, then you have that adversity that they don't check out, and to have that into the offseason, it carries momentum, it helps you in spring practice, and i got to imagine this fall. Yeah, you know, we, we, we had to totally rebuild here. We understood that. We knew what we were taking over. I mean, I was at Tulane. In 2020s, though, see, when we beat Southern Miss, I think 66 to 3 or whatever. So, I mean, we knew the situation we were coming into, but we also knew Southern Miss's mm-hmm. history and what Southern Miss has been about forever. And from a group of five standpoint, we've got, we've got the greatest history tradition of any program in the South, maybe in the whole country. I mean, we've got 125 draft picks, we've got 18 people playing the Super Bowl, we've been to 22 bowl games. 
And, uh, you know, so we've got to get back to that. And the number one way to do it is with players. And uh, we've been really successful through our first two years of recruiting. We had the number one group of five portal class in America this year. We've got a great third recruiting class going on as we speak to us. And uh, we feel good about where we're headed. Like I said, we're not a finished product right now. We're just in year two of this rebuild. But but we feel really, really good about where we're headed and the progress we've made so far. We'll talk a little bit about your roster in the upcoming game this weekend against Liberty in a quick second. Speak with Coach Hall at Southern Miss FB is the way to follow his program over on Twitter. Coach New Conference as well in joining the Sun Belt. How is that something that you also look at to when you see some of the teams like the Cajuns that have had success and, you know, finish ranked nationally? Yeah, we're just really excited about the Sun Belt because I think when you look at the landscape of college football, at the Power Five level, how it's gotten so broad and it's all about TV and money. At the Group of Five level, I think we've got to kind of go back in time, if you will, to back into regional deals where fan bases care about who you're playing and fan bases can get to games and all that. And I think Commissioner Gill with the Sun Belt and all the people that works under him, I think they really recognize that. They built a league with the Sun Belt of like-minded institutions that are very geographically uh, close to each other that have long histories and tradition with each other and really care about football. You know, when we play Troy or South Alabama or Louisiana Lafayette or Louisiana Monroe or Arkansas State, like our fans know where those teams are. They've got a history with those teams. It matters. You know, I think we're going to play nine games this year within a four-and-a-half-hour drive from campus, and next year we're going to play 11 games within a five-hour drive from campus. So, it's going back in time a little bit to how it used to be, if you will, Gus. But uh, I think that's kind of the, the right. model that we're going to probably see starting to play out at the group of five level because it just makes too much sense. Yeah, No doubt. Two home games, Liberty, Northwestern State, the first Saturday is coming up Saturday, and Northwestern State after you go to Miami. September, you're coming down the street from we are. At Tulane. So uh, to your point, look, I, when I was there, the Tulane Southern Miss rivalry was it. I mean, that, I remember whether it's baseball, basketball, and football, it's a big deal. And you bring up a good point. I have a close group of friends that we all went together. We get together, go to the lake house, and we always pick a road game to, to go to. And that's to your point. I think seeing teams now going to different conferences that make sense for them, for their fan base, I think does make sense. So let's get to your roster though as you get ready for this game. Here we go. Who's your quarterback? <laughs> yeah, so we're excited about our quarterback, Gus. We've got a young man named Ty Keyes. Ty started three games for us as a true freshman. He played in four before he was injured and ended up getting a red shirt. Ty's one of the uh, most ballyhooed quarterbacks in Mississippi high school history. He won three state titles. He started four years, threw 150 touchdown passes. He's had an unbelievable high school career. Uh you know, he played really well for us in the amount of time he played last year. He's a talented kid. He'll be a redshirt freshman. And he was one of the highest-rated recruits to ever sign with Southern Miss. He was a four-star. At one point, he was the 16th-ranked quarterback in America. So uh, he's really talented. He's young, Gus, but he's got a he's got a bright future in front of him. And then we've got another young man named Zach Wilkie who was the number one-rated quarterback mm-hmm. in the state of Mississippi this year, another highly-rated recruit out of Hernando, Mississippi, that early enrolled in spring ball. And uh, so we're young there, but we're but we're talented. You know, we got a lot to work with. 
and uh, we got two good ones committed right now, and I can't talk about them, but but we're, we're working towards building this back to being sure. a quarterback-driven program, and we should be. We've had a lot of great quarterbacks in the history of this school. Yeah, somebody may have heard of a guy named Brett Favre, Coach. Uh, Will Hall, how about the backfield? I know Gore uh, is somebody that people recognize that name, but what kind of player is he for you? Yeah, Frank uh, will be a registered sophomore for us and, and has played really well. You know, obviously, he's Frank Gore's son. He's a guy that impacts people in a positive way, really shifty guy, mm-hmm. uh, very Emmett Smith-like skill set from the standpoint of he, he makes the first person miss. He's low to the ground. We got a young man named Janari Dean who was a big four-star recruit. Everybody in the country offered him out of South Panola in Mississippi, great high school program, and went to Mississippi State and transferred in. And the great kid who's done a really good job. And then we got another young man from Patterson, Louisiana, right there, Dejan Richard, who rushed for over a hundred yards in the last two games of the year for us last year. So we feel like our depth at running back is good, and uh, we're building. You know, we, we've got some good talent back there. How about defensively, how the Eagles look this year? You know, that was one thing, Gus, on the field that we thought we, we, we really did a good job of last year is getting, you know, Southern Miss is known for defense through the years, you know, the whole nasty bunch uh, moniker that, that that we've had. We've tried to build and get that back and earn the right to use that, that title. Uh, we only gave up 23 touchdowns defensively in 11 games last year. We gave up 30 total defensively, but seven of them were in Alabama. And as you know, they score a lot of touchdowns on everybody. So uh, we gave up 23 and the other 11. Mm-hmm. We really took a great step forward defensively. Our back end is all back, all five players. And we added a lot of really talented young men to that group to compete with them. And then all our linebackers are back. And we had a great portal class of defensive linemen come in. So we think we got a chance to have a really, really good defense. So, Coach, you get into the season this Saturday, 6 p.m. over at Hattiesburg. It's a gold-out game for you guys, taking on Liberty. What do you know about that team, and what do you think will be key? Because, obviously, i got to imagine getting off to, you know, 1-0 start this season before you head on over to, Coral, uh, to you know, Miami and take on the Hurricanes. It would be pretty big for you guys. Yeah, it, you know, it would be huge, Gus, because, you know, Liberty, they're in year four of Coach Freeze's program there, so they're established. They won 10 games yeah. two years ago. They've been one of the top group of five teams in America the past three years. They've won three bowl games in a row. They're a uh, they're an established group of five program. You know, they're favored in this game, and they should be. It would be a huge leap forward for our program to be able to win a game like this. We do have them at home, but it's going to take an unbelievable effort. We're going to have to play really well. We're going to have to do the things it takes to win. We're going to need our fans packing out the rock, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to take every dadgum person that that, that's got any black and gold running through their veins doing all they can do to pull this one out. Coach, look forward to uh, speaking with you throughout the season. Again, thank you for your time. I know you're busy, all these coaches that that are, but I think it, it helps uh, fans to kind of do that. Josh Roulette, I'm over at his chiropractic place here in Lakeview. His daughter just started as a freshman at Southern Miss, so we're all paying a little bit yeah. more attention now, no doubt. So thank you again for joining us. Thanks, Gus, and we love that area. We've got a few kids committed to us from that area right now. We recruited extremely hard, and I look forward to talking to you again next week.
That for sure. Give Will a follow personally on Twitter at Coach underscore Hall 7. SouthernMiss.com, the school's website. If you want to follow Southern Miss football on Twitter at SouthernMissFB. Thanks, Coach. Quick break. We come back. Open phone lines. Want to hear from you Saints fans? Chauncey Garner-Johnson traded to the Eagles for draft picks. <laughs> what say you? It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Is your job recession-proof? Now might be the perfect time to switch careers and become an IT professional with My Computer Career. IT is listed as one of the top recession-proof professions. You could have your dream job in just months, not years. No experience needed. Take classes online or on campus. And financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Wrangler is made for those moments when your heart says go and you follow wherever it leads. Onto stages, into crowds, over desert highways, under city lights, past the boundaries and beyond what's expected. The heart can race, it can pound, it can leap, it can even break, but it never lies. And when it calls, you gotta be ready. In jeans that were made to move and built to last. Wrangler, for the ride of life. What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I hope she sees that soon. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games. But I hope he does. I used to hope he'd find happiness again. Now I hope. Our marriage makes it. I hope Grandpa will get help. He thinks it's too late, but it's not. With everything that he's going through, I hope he sees a counselor. I just want my brother back. I hoped he'd get help. Stop hoping things would get better on their own. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. Oh, big talker, ain't you? A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. All right, welcome back over at UCFC. No, I know how to say it. You were a little worried, Josh Roulette. If I was going to be able to, to say it, and I, I've taught others, it's real easy. Right. Upper cervical, family chiropractor. Right. See? When, when I came up with that name, yeah. everyone thought I was crazy because it was too long, but it basically states everything that I want to convey to right. the public, what it is that gotcha. I do. Okay. That's just a little broadcasting thing. Yeah. Do it nice and slow. Enunciate. Your time with it. Yes. Enunciate. <laughs> Actually, I remember um, it was one of the things. I'm going to get to the phone lines here in 10 seconds, but Dan Rather had a thing for the at Southern Miss and broadcasting class. And it was read the newspaper because different styles, it's different styles. Television, as Juan Kincaid knows, when sometimes he has me on and I do like the last word on first right. take or whatever, and I have to write for television. It's different than writing for a newspaper and then speaking. Already. Yeah, exactly. So, but 
Dan said, if you can read a newspaper broadcast style, then that's how you're practicing it. And I just, I don't know why that stood out to me, but if you can read print copy like you're actually speaking on air, it'll help you. It does. Yeah, every it once does. in a while, you know, we learn something. Now, I wouldn't do your job. That's no. <laughs> Mine you took want, a little longer. Yeah, you than want just expertise, hands, exactly. Right. Although I had someone ask me the other day, yeah. said, "Do you do you read a book every time someone comes in to give a diagnosis?" Yeah. I said, "No, I went to school for this for years." Yeah, I was a little nervous. Not yeah. my first time here. I was a little nervous. I hadn't, you know, been, sure. and I'm just sitting here, and I hear, I don't know, some. Sound. I mean, it was like the scene of, out of Princess Bride. You know, I mean, I hear boom, <laughs> the table pounding. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing all kinds of things. Right? Oh, ah, I'm like, you know, maybe this isn't for Some me. people. Over exaggerate. I'm a little people. nervous though. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I don't not. You know, you wanted to do the whole cupping and needling thing on me, and I'm like, yeah, yeah you went down on that one. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good with that. All right, to so the phone lines we go on the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. Uncle Earl, you're on the on deck circle. Mister Black, you're up. What you got? How you doing today, man? Sad, sad day for my crowd, but for the fans. For two picks. One next year, I mean, one this year, and the worst one for number six another next year, they following you. Yeah. And he was a four-five. I like the wording. The, the worst of two six-round picks. Yeah, don't get confused. <laughs> You're not getting a, our best six-round. You're getting the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's what they yeah. did. And he was a four-round draft pick. And he brought, like last year, even in the Miami game. You saw how he rocked that crowd in Miami game last year? See that the motivation mm-hmm. some things we need, you know? Hype up the crowd, hype up the team. You know what I'm saying? You want to let that go? You could be on our team for this year, and y'all could have went back to the table on the off team and try to work something out. How you gonna, then you going to give him somebody Black. our cup? You know? In our cup, we got plenty of what? We 12, we 14, something like that? Come on, man. And you know he talk a lot of trash. Like he's from New Orleans. So you know he's going to talk trash about us. He's been in our house. You know what we going to do on defense. He's going to help their offense out. And you know Billy already built the last two years. Come on, man. Why are you going to do oh, he'll have like a that? New Year's Day. He'll have a New Year's Day surprise. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> It'll always, be uh, yeah, New Year's Day at Philly, by the way. He always reminded me of um, Tyron Matthew, Honey Badger, like at LSU. Just no. had that energy about him, wants to be on the ball, always uh, out to make a play. I think what I, I, I remember from him was I remember the defensive backs coach that day they got him in it, like rookie minicamp. He's like, this guy can do whatever we want him to do. And he just, from day one, you knew this guy was going to make an impact. Right. And things like that are tough to get. And Mr. Black, to your point, Look, you know what? It was kind of a joke yesterday, but it really wasn't. We all saw the hit. Quan Alexander made in that Jets game against that Giants player, right? We right. all saw that happen. And he was also a high-energy guy that's sort of kind of related to people around here. And now you take a guy who, I mean, come on. He's known for getting in the face of Tom Bleeping Brady. Like, he's he's known for drop-kicking a Falcon logo. Like, he is New Orleans Saints fans, you know? It's, it's but you know what I think he is? And nobody probably won't say, you know, MT had been on that field since they had that fight in that offseason. I think it's that uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know no, if that, I I mean, that was two, three years ago. No, MT I, had been on the field since. Think about it. 
Michael Thomas is not on the field right now, Mr. Black, because he has a hamstring. He was on the field, uh, at know, least at practice during training camp. I mean, I, I'm sure he didn't go in there and say, I'm not playing. <laughs> okay. On, on the radio, so he ain't had no hamstring. He just rested up here and used his muscles in the wild. You know what I'm, I'm just I, saying, I, I, can, I don't care what I the reason you should never get away with the player. <laughs> That's Bob Ryan. All right, Mr. Black, let me get to everybody else. Let me get to everybody else. I'm sure I want to get through as many calls as I can with a lot of coaches we have. Thank right, you so man, much for your time. Right. I'll call back later. Right. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to need more than one call. Uncle Earl, thank you for calling the sports hangover on the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. Boy, what do you got you. for us today? Hello, Uncle Earl. Hey, hey, Goose, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I think Mr. Black needs another half hour. He's on show. Hey, hey, Goose, look, I, I was giddy yesterday. I'm pissed off today, man. Uh, what, what the hell are you doing? I, I think it's, I think it's a lot more going into this, but this, Goose, this is the problem I have. He brings other intangibles other players cannot bring. And the way he played on the line of scrimmage and being in our scheme, if you if you bring Matthew up and play as the position, now who are you going to have at safety with with May back there? Now you could put PJ. He's not a consistent, strong safety back there. So who else? I mean, you could put Roby up there. I mean, this is this is going to have a domino effect on the scheme we had, and I think you're going to have a a, a a a chink in our armor now on defense, man. What the hell are you doing? This is – I'm telling – Philadelphia got a lot stronger today. And I said the Saints going to be an NFC championship game this year. I might be changing my, my my tune. This is this was a bad move. I think somebody pissed the Saints off and they, uh, uh, something else happened. But, Goose, do you understand what I'm saying? He brought other things that other players cannot bring. And if you put no, Matthew – uh, Uncle Earl, I'm with you. The intangibles, right? I mean, it, absolutely. He was on the ball. I, I, I don't, he wanted it. This, it, it uh, who else? You, if you bring Matthew up, who are you going to put? Who are you going to put back there? No, he I don't think Matthew. In, I, I, Matthew doesn't change from safety. I think would I think Bradley Roby would be my guess as to where you, you would go there. Orlando Taylor not, would be your nickel. Not, you're going to put a rookie there, Goose? Come on. Well, Chauncey Gardner was a rookie when they played there, and Paulson Adebo yeah. was a rookie when he played there. They have to have a lot yeah. of confidence to make this move, I would guess. Or, or uh, the locker room with Gardner and his his agent went really, really bad. Or they have a lot of confidence in the the rookie or Bradley Roby taking that spot. That would be my guess as well. I, I think they pissed off. I think they pissed off Mickey and, and whoever else. And I, I don't know. I, I don't, hey, Goose. Me, me personally, I don't like the move, and I, I think that puts the I put the dent in it a little bit. I, I'm sorry. Just uh, I hope I'm wrong, but he, he right. brings other intangibles that other football players do not bring. Yeah, I hear you. Thank you, Uncle Earl, for the phone call, man. I want to get to Thank Craig, you. who uh, joins us. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. What you got, bud? Hello, Craig. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. It is Craig you asked for. Uh, yeah, look, let me just tell you what I think this move's all about. Nobody's happy. I'm not happy. I don't think anybody's going to be happy. But here we go is the, is the realization of the business side of professional football now. This is a salary cap move and a salary cap move only. We're going to lose him at the end of the year, and we're going to get something for him. Philadelphia 
is willing to spend two draft choices on the possibility of a, of a one-year rental on a player. And uh, they're going to have some priorities this offseason. Uh, I think uh, Marcus Davenport can just have a bigger impact when he's healthy, and he's got to be the priority to resign in the offseason. We simply won't be able to afford this guy. They, they already know the numbers that he's asking for, that he's going to be asking. Yeah, and I think I, I that's think the, all it the, is. The hold in, Josh, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, well, it was probably, okay, so what, what, what kind of contract do you want? And it clearly was a number and a type of deal that, they, they didn't feel comfortable. They, with. they didn't think they were going to match, and right. you know, along the lines of what Craig is saying, I guess you go the route of getting something now uh, for for nothing else. And that's that's we the bottom line, guys. Look, this is going to leave a sour taste in all our mouths for for this whole season because uh, I mean, we'd love to keep him around forever, but the business side of football is you're going to lose some good players, and there's nothing you can do about it. Nope, no doubt. Thank you, Craig. Appreciate the yep. uh, the phone Thank call, you. man. Banks, Bye-bye. let's try to get you in right before we get to Michael DeSermo, new head coach over at UL after the break. Banks, go ahead and give us your thoughts, sir. Hello, Banks. Hello, Banks. All right. Hung up. Um, all right, so, Josh, yeah, man, I, I think that's one of the things, man, that you I, – I, I think Saints fans right now just kind of want to hear what Coach is going to say here at the top of the hour. And I hope he doesn't just say that it was uh, one of those moves we thought was best for the team. Well, well he actually gives us a right. explanation of, of maybe why or when to uh, thought of making the move. Right. I mean, no doubt somebody's going to ask uh, who that could be. Jack Collada, Talk Collada, joins us 105 on Wednesdays. He, uh, he thinks maybe P.J. Williams could be somebody that would play that nickel there as well. P.J. seems to be that guy that plays everything on defense, uh, safety, he, he corner, does. nickel, the, and all that. The thing that. about P.J. is that he always, um, me personally, mm-hmm. worried me in the past when he went in the game, but he's one of those guys who's been around a long time. He understands the system, yep. and he plays better every single year. So uh, the, he's definitely going to be a guy I think is going to fill in the spot. And it's just going to be interesting to see what Dennis Allen says about how they view the team going forward at that nickel. No doubt. Quick break. We come back. Michael Desermo, head coach of the UL Ragin' Cajuns, getting ready to take the field for the first time in the school that he played for. Now as the head coach trying to follow the big shoes and, and steps that Billy Napier over at Florida now has um, put in place over there in Lafayette. So it is Tuesday. Coach 2 of our list of head coaches coming your way next on ESPN New Orleans. Celebrating 75 years in business. Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. 
Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in LaRose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too, through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Always on the run and short on cash? With a State Bank and Trust Company debit card, you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks. Available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders. Call or stop by any State Bank and Trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. It's the first Tuesday of the college football season here in the sports hangover. And like we have in the past several years, you like to talk to some head coaches. Will Hall, Southern Miss, joining the crew. Started that back at 1245. Time to go out to Lafayette at Raging Cajuns FB. It's the way to follow Raging Cajun football over on Twitter. New head coach Michael Desermo joins us, sir. Good afternoon. Thank you for giving us your time. How are you? I'm good, Gus. Man, I appreciate you guys having me on. More questions about how to pronounce your last name or about how to continue the success that UL has had the last couple of seasons. <laughs> yeah, it's about 50-50 probably, to be honest with you. You know, it's kind of uh, <laughs> depends on who you're talking to a little bit. But, yeah, they got they got a lot of questions about both. Yeah, I hear you. I, I legitimately had uh, ESPN Lafayette Scott Prather like say it for me a couple of times, so I didn't embarrass myself, and I probably blew it anyway. But he comes on on Wednesday's coach, and we talked uh, about really the Cajuns, and really, I guess how special it is for somebody that played quarterback over there for you know, what oh five through oh eight to now be able to take the team onto the field here this coming weekend, man. How, how what do you think that's going to feel like for you? You know, I mean it. it you know, for me, it's really a dream come true. You know, uh, truthfully, you know, I got into coaching. I just wanted to coach high school football, and you know, that's kind of where I started out, and that was really my plan, and that was the path, you know, that I'd kind of picked for myself. And uh, you know, it's just funny sometimes how life works, and you know, the, the the doors that that you know open up for you sometimes that you don't plan for. And uh, you know, the, I was fortunate. You know, I got to I got to cut my teeth in college football at my alma mater. Um, I got to see some, the way things were done um, that had a lot of success here. I got to see some things that, that weren't successful um, early in my career. And, um, you know, to be in this position, I mean, it's just it's exciting. You know, uh, playing the first game, though, truthfully, you know, it, it's not about me. It's never going to be about me. It's always about our players and our kids. And I, I'm, I'm excited for them because sure. I know how hard they've worked. Um, certainly they've heard all the questions that, you know, that people have asked and, and all the – 
the doubt that's you know coming out this off season from you know from people outside of our program. So I'm excited for them to get to go out there and finally go play the game mm-hmm. and uh, you know put all the off season stuff behind us. And now is when it matters, you know, when the scoreboards come on and, and everyone matters. So I'm 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 fired up for them. You know, similarly here in New Orleans with Dennis Allen, hired from within, kind of moving up, but he said at his introductory press conference, look, there's some things that the previous coach and Sean Payton did. If it's not broke, don't fix it, but he wanted to put his own stamp to it. Billy Napier, obviously, what you guys have done the last several years as you were part of that staff, have built a lot of success over there. When you sit down in that chair and you realize, okay, you're going to be the head coach, how much do you keep? How much do you use that? Or and how much do you say? Hey, look, this is my stamp on things. Well, I mean, you know, you you have to do that, right? You, you can never, you can never, right. you can never try to replace someone in their personality in the way that they do things. You know, you, you have to, you have to do it with your own spin. And you know, one, you know, I learned a lot of things from Coach Napier, um, and, and I was, you know, so fortunate um, to be on his staff for him to keep me on staff and allow me to work with him and and under him and see him do it. But, you know, the thing about him is that, you know, he was never scared to change things, um, you know, and, and, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. success uh, leads to complacency and, and, and certainly complacency leads to, you know, a decline. And the thing that he was, he was never scared to try to find a better way to do something, you know, even after the years that we know we kind of got it rolling, we started having some success. He, you know, in the off season, we would, quality control and self-scout everything and it was like okay well we did this well what can we do better um what do we need to do to complement this coach Um, you know i think one of the things that you look at obviously coming into this season here as well is to try to continue that success you got to have those those good players and really do you have you seen that translate when it comes to recruiting too maybe people kind of looking at lafayette a little different um yeah, you know, I mean, there, there's always a lot of good players. You know, we're blessed, you know, to be in an area where there's a, there's a lot of good football players in this area. Um, you know, this year the recruiting stuff, you know, obviously it's early in the cycle. Um, you know, I mean, shoot, it's a long way till December um, and certainly February. But, you know, it's been really good and we're excited about, you know, the classes that we've been able to put together the last few years. And this class is one that we're, you know, we're certainly working hard on and we're excited about them and, and getting them on board. But, but yeah, I mean, success it only helps, you know, when, when they see you win and they see you on national television and they hear your name in the national press, it, it's certainly nothing but a good thing. All right. So coach, obviously going into this new season, you have all coaches have question marks uh, going into whether it's the spring or the fall. When you get to this point now, game week, have you been able to maybe answer some of those or are you still going to, kind of see what happens here when you kick off against southeastern on saturday night <laughs> well you know i mean you you always think you got them answered you know when you come out of practice uh but you know <laughs> we you know it, it's, it's true you know you, you think you got it figured out but uh we're, we're in a cool position because we have a lot of veteran guys coming back that have played significantly um you know a lot of them as starters but a lot of them in backup mm-hmm. roles where they played a lot um our big question, our biggest questions were in kind of depth positions. You know, we've always played a lot of guys here, and, and, and I think that's, that's helped us. Um, so for us, it's been a lot of the backup positions that, you know, you wanted to see who would emerge, you know, at, at linebacker behind the two starters, at running back behind Chris Smith, and some of those other places. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, you think you've got it figured out, and, and you've seen those guys, you know, their body of work from spring and summer and fall camp, and, uh, 
you know, but now they've got to go perform sure. under the lights. And, um, you know, you'd like to think that you prepare them for that situation, but, you know, you never really know till you know. You know, Coach, I, when I close my eyes, I remember when we were talking with Coach Napier, too, I, I remember a team that really could run that football, and when they were passing, they were protecting there as well. What, what kind of, I, I guess, offense you, you plan on running over there? Well, you know, I mean, you talked about, you know, if it's, if, it's, if it ain't broke, you don't, you don't try to fix it. I mean, what we do on offense makes us a little bit unique sure. with all of the different, um, you know, formations, uh, you know, the 12 personnel stuff that we do, adding extra gaps to the run fit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going to look very similar. I mean, I think, you know, everyone obviously calls a little bit different. Um, I think for us, we, we need to continue to develop our passing game in normal downs and being able to throw the ball effectively early on and trying to keep the boxes light, um, you know, as we kind of let this, this offensive line kind of gel together and mesh and kind of get their chemistry going. I think we need to make it as easy as we can for them. So we got to throw the ball effectively and you, know, you might see us throw it a little bit more, um, but it's certainly not like we haven't had mm-hmm. success through the air either. So, I mean, it, it, it probably won't look very different. Um, you know, I mean, and that's, we play complimentary football. You know, we, we on offense, we play the game to win the game. We don't play it just to score points. And if that means we need to slow it down for the defense, so be it. If that means that, hey, the defense has it under control, don't turn it over, well, then, yeah, you don't throw it as much. And, and the name of the game for us is always to come out on top on the mm-hmm. scoreboard. Um, so we'll do whatever it takes offensively for us to have the most success we can have. Coach, obviously a position that's so important at any level is quarterback. How comfortable are you back there? Yeah, we, we had a you know a quarterback battle. Obviously, when you replace Levi Lewis, um, there there's certainly a bunch of questions there. You know, I mean the guy's been a he's been such a, a staple for us for a long time and played so well. So, you know, we had two guys coming out of spring that we felt were ready to go lead the team, um, and Ben Woolridge and, and Chandler Fields and um, we let them go at it through fall camp, and, and mm-hmm. they competed really well. So we feel really good about both of them. Um, Chandler was, was is as our starting quarterback. Um, you know, he won a competition. I mean, the guy's been in a quarterback competition since he got here. Um, you know, for a backup role, and then now as a starter. So he's used to the competition. Um, but he and Ben are, are, are both really they're, they're they're excellent leaders. They're they're quarterbacks to the truest sense of the word. They. They're in there. They command the huddle. You know, they, they work really hard. You know, they work. They do a lot more than they say. Um, and they're not scared to go out there and go pull mm-hmm. the trigger. So, you know, Chandler um, Chandler won the job in fall camp, and we're really excited about that. Um, I think he's a very gifted passer. He's a really good athlete, um, and he's got a great command of our offense. So, um, you know, he's been here for a long time, just learning the system and, and watching Levi and, and kind of taking pointers from him and seeing how he worked and, um, it's his turn, and it, it'll be a lot of fun to see him go out there and go lead this team. You mentioned about being able to get the talent here in the state, right here from Metairie over at Archbishop Rummel, and now uh, being a Cajun quarterback. So it's kind of cool for people here locally to kind of follow them and see where they go, obviously staying in-state. So, Coach, you're playing an in-state opponent, though. We're going to talk to Coach Selfo coming up at 145. He's always a hoot, and he's always uh, – you know, one of those guys that can't wait to get out there and take to the field. What kind of football team do you think is going to have this year when you guys meet up on Saturday? I think he's got a hell of a football team. Um, you know, you, you look at what he's done since he's gotten there, and they've been on the rise in the last two years. 
you know, they've been in national contention and in, um, in the FCS ranks, and this year they come into it ranked in the preseason, and I certainly think that they should be. Um, you know, you, you see what they have coming back. They've got a lot of depth on the defensive line. They've got two outstanding cornerbacks in the secondary. They're returning two out of three linebackers that have played a lot, and they've got a couple transfers in that were all conference players at, at other programs around the country. So expect them defensively to be really solid. Um, and then offensively, you know, yeah, I mean, Cole Kelly, you know, we're familiar with him being from Lafayette. Uh, but, you know, Cephas, the, the starting quarterback they have now, was at South Alabama. And, I mean, the guy started games there and played well mm-hmm. for them. Um, so I know they've got a talented player back there, a guy who can throw it and run it. And then at receiver, they've got a ton of production, um, you know, with one of their receivers, an All-American returner. Um, you know, they've got weapons out there. Running backs, a preseason all-conference pick, two preseason all-conference alignments. So they got a lot of pieces back. Um, and that team, you know, if you if you kind of go back and look at them, the FBS teams that they've played the last few years, they've given them hell. And, um, you know, I know that yeah. team's going to come in here and they're going to be ready to play. They they run good schemes on offense, defense, and special teams. And they've got good personnel to go out and go fill out those schemes. So, you know, uh, I expect them to come in here and, you know, I mean, shoot, we went down to the wire with Nichols last year and, and they split with Nichols during the regular season. So, you know, we know what's coming in town for sure. A really good football team. It'll be Saturday night, 6 o'clock over Cajun Field. Coach Michael Desimo, thank you so much for your time. Looking forward to chatting with you, Coach, throughout the rest of the season. You can follow your program online, RagingCajuns.com, and on Twitter at RagingCajunsFB. Again, thank you for your time. Look forward to chatting each and every Tuesday around 1245. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all. Yep, for sure. Quick break. We come back. It is an open segment. Saints fans have at it. Chauncey, uh, he tweeted, fly, Eagles, fly. Why? What are you doing, New Orleans? Help me out. Sports Hangover next on ESPN New Orleans. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time, so you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. This is Loyalty Lab Interview 6, subject, Grandmother's Loyalty. Margie, what do you do when your grandson misbehaves? Angels do misbehave. Here we study the most loyal, like you and... Oh, there goes the lamp. Shouldn't have put it there. Shell and the Fuel Rewards Program has our members back, too. It's super easy to save on every gallon. Loyal, just like how you acted like that wasn't his fault. Someone should clean that up before he gets hurt. Yes, loyal, just like that. Ten years of FR.com. Terms and conditions apply. We don't want you on our team. You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day. You're not the right fit for this job. Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. 
I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. I honestly don't know what to say. I don't know what to say, even though I get paid to speak. We are live at Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic. Dr. Josh Roulette will join us again for another segment, but the phone lines are open. 800-998-1003 on the UCFC guest line and phone line are thanks to Will Hall and Coach Michael Desermo, head coaches of Southern Miss and the Ragin' Cajuns as they have kicked off our Tuesday college football season on the year as we can start getting into that here as well. Josh, your daughter going to Southern Miss, right? She is, man. She... um She's having a wonderful time. I just talked to her mm-hmm. over lunch. She's making mac and cheese or something like that. That sounds know. like a perfect, yeah. Right. But probably she's, the microwave she's excited one, about huh? classes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she's excited about her first tailgating experience this weekend. So it's nice. nice to hear the coach on, and the excitement is uh, building at Southern Miss. So it's yep. very nice. They'll be taking on Liberty, and he said it's going to take a, a lot to, to go there team, and yeah. do that, no doubt. And, uh, you know, Coach Freeze, fourth year there as well. Listen to uh, Coach DeSermo. Taking over for Billy Napier, that's big shoes to kind of fill there as well. I mean, and, and they've really legitimately become a team that, I mean, look, when you finish the season actually ranked, you're there for a reason. And the fact that he was there as a, as a player and a coach and he understands the system, I think stepping yeah. into that role is going to be a little easier for him and the guys around to, to make sure that they follow his lead going to the season. He was a smart guy. He right. sounded very, very, very uh, intelligent, and he knows what he's doing. He was part of the staff there, obviously offensive co-offensive coordinator last year. So, like you said, if it's not broke, don't you know? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. Kind of a thing. So, balanced offense. You can kind of expect that here as well. And then coming up at one fifteen, we'll speak with Coach Rebo, as we've had the last couple of years of the Colonels. They want to get back to the postseason. They want to get back to uh, the standard that he has been kind of setting over there. And then Coach Willie Fritz. Last year did not go according to plan for no. Coach Fritz. So looking forward to talk with him there. And then Frank Selfo, looking forward for tailgating suggestions this year from him. Right. He's great. Now, I don't know what else to kind of say. This keeps popping in my head. Do you know the scene? You're looking at my... Is this Titanic? This is. Right. This is the... Uh, I don't think we should set it set it up this way yet. I this mean, is ho- hopefully you don't think this is the only thing I can think about. <laughs> what do you mean? I shouldn't. I'm set a positive it up this person, way. Gus. I'm Are a you? Positive person. I'm well, optimistically positive. Well, no, I'm not, okay, well, you're right. I, I'm not saying that the New Orleans Saints 22 2022 <laughs> season is going the way of the Titanic. This is right. just sort of the music how I feel. That's how I felt an hour ago for sure. Um, when I'm sitting there trying to survive the grass cutting, which right. as I spoke to you last hour, I. Thought might be 45 minutes. It turned out to be an hour 21 minutes of right. death. And um, my phone's going off and 
Scott Craig, Chef Scotty. Yeah, love him. We traded some, some expletives. Right. <laughs> we traded sure. Chauncey. I'm like, what are you talking? Not, not that I don't trust Chef Scotty, but sure. where did you so hear why? this? I'm like, why, I'm like, why would you write that to me? What are you talking right. about? They traded their starting nickel right before the season starts. I, and then I go to Twitter, and there's Adam Schefter. And sure enough, Adam Schefter tells us the New Orleans Saints have sent Chauncey Garner Johnson and a Saints and seventh round much. pick in 2025 to the Eagles. Philly sends us a fifth round pick in 2023. And I love the wording here. And the worst of their two six round picks in 2024. Not the best, the worst. Right. So imagine that conversation, Mickey. Look, uh, we kind of, kind of want that. A corner of yours, uh, we got two picks. Oh, that's great. Awesome. No, 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 no. The worst right. of the, the worst 2026. Right. Don't get excited. <laughs> Don't get excited. I can't explain it. I, look, I, I legitimately, I, I can, and at the same time, it stinks. 800-998-1003 in the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. Twitter, Dave, give me 20 seconds to give my explanation and take, and then we'll go with you and Josh. You can feel free to jump in as well. The only thing that I can think of is it comes down to the contract and his hold in at training camp this year where he missed a day or two of practice. He was <clears throat> holding in was the terminology that reporters used. Right. He was there. He was present, but he didn't practice. Now, Dennis Allen later said it was a personal reason or something else for another day that day, but there was a hold in. He did. It was Rappaport. It was Schefter. Everyone said he wanted a new contract. I get it. At the um, end of the day, it's a business. I, it is, and apparently the New Orleans Saints either got a number or felt that they that this just wasn't going to continue after the season, and in their mind, the decision, the only way you can read this is better to get something than nothing for a player. I would just argue that something would be him starting at nickel for me, Rather than what is it again? A fifth round pick and the worst of a six. and the worst right. of the sixth round. I got to imagine getting my starting nickel is more valuable. It's more valuable this year. Now, could this be setting up a trade later? Uh, something for look, a no lineman? Well, that's or, what I was thinking. You know, I mean, you got to go left tackle. I can, I can get there. You got to give right. up something to get something. It's literally, but, the first thing I said to you when you said he was traded, I said, right. "Oh, we got a left tackle." It, well, that's exactly. Um, I, I think as well. The other thing to add to this is. Bradley Roby to me makes sense to go there. He's had six interceptions this training camp. Right. So, you know, that's where I maybe want to, I, I would probably go. Um, look, Alante Taylor was a guy they're really high on. He's been nicked up as of late though, but that's a guy they're really high on. You know, very smart, strong, something that again, rookie contract. Right. As they just drafted him this year. I don't know. Jack Collada thinks maybe PJ Williams, you know, the jack of all of trades. And, yeah. But it, again, it's just very odd. Twelve days before you kick off the season, you trade your starting nickel cornerback for two future draft picks. And what does this do for the, you know, the guys in the locker room? Do they feel well, like this is like, oh, this is a step up moment, yeah. or do they feel down about it? Like, man, we could go at any time. Uh, again, yeah, that's kind of one of those things. You, it, it, he's a guy in the locker room that people like. Right. He brings a lot of juice and energy. I, I again, yeah. Twitter Dave, you tell me what happened. What what do you think took place, man? Hello, Twitter Dave. Yes. Yes, sir. Hello. Yeah, gotcha. All right. 
does, man. Discuss the problem. Uh, I think Mickey should just stick to the NBA and let Jeff do the uh, football. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> wasn't yeah, it the other way around? I, I don't care about the. Uh, I have no care for the NBA team. I don't like the NBA. But when you start fooling with the football, you know, it just it just goes downhill. I, I'm not buying into it. I'm not buying, oh, it's, uh, he's, he's, we can't afford his contract. If the Rams can afford every damn good player there is, so can the Saints. I don't buy it. You know, I don't care. I'm aggravated. I got a guy that I like. I like his attitude, you know. The rookie that got hurt, I liked his attitude. I like football players with attitude because I was one of them, you know, and it just disgusts me. He get he and he backed it. He backed his play, you know. And I'm speaking for the uh, true Saints fans. I'm just I'm, if the Rams could afford it, so can we, you know. I'm aggravated. I apologize uh, for yelling. Uh, I'm really, I'm really disgusted right now, and I love the show, and I'll talk to you later, brother. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, Dennis Allen has just wrapped up practice. He literally has just walked up to the podium, and it is the first thing he is talking about. Quote, he says that it was not an easy decision. Feels that players are on the roster right now that can help fill that void. I guess, you know, I, again, I, until we get a chance to cut it and hear it, I need context. I want to hear what, what, why the decision would be my, my follow up. Why now? Why are you making that decision? You're saying it's not an easy decision. It's not like. Does that mean he was forced? Well, but that's my point. I mean, like you were saying, hey, if those, if that trade was bringing me in a left tackle, it was bringing me in somebody that I needed because of injury, then I can understand it's not a tough, you know, that it was not an easy decision. Like, what was the urgency to get right. rid of your starting nickel now for two draft picks that are literally not until 2023 right. and 2024? Are we really lacking the worst of someone else's sixth pick? I'm just telling you what he said. 800-998-1003. Brian, thank you for giving us a call here. Sir, what do you got? How you doing today, sir? Man, doing well. Thank I you for calling. like this is one of the worst moves we made since Joe Hart, man. You know when Sean Payton first came in that uh that that championship game that Joe Horn out because him and Joe Horn had this disagreement. I still think to this day that cost us that game when uh, his first year as coaches. But this is just horrible, bro. This you pay that man. You find the money to pay that man. I don't care what you want. That's how much energy this man brought to that table, man. You pay that man, man. I'm so I'm so disgusted right now. I'm depressed. I, I really I really didn't even want to listen to the radio no more, man. I, I, like I said, the only thing I can think of, and it's interesting seeing a lot of the national media's take on this. And look, this guy said it a while back, and Saints fans went at him, Josh. I don't know. His name is Andrew Judge, and he's a co-owner, host of Saints Happy Hour. And, you know, he says, look, too many of y'all had fan-colored glasses on CD. He's good, not great, but most importantly, He's a culture threat. You can't upset the culture you worked so hard to create. You saw back in 15, 16 that happened. He's not the first to suggest that he's an issue in the locker room. I'm surprised by that because I haven't heard that to the extent where you would feel the need to get rid of him. The only thing, and again, I'm not saying that what he's saying is word of anything. I'm just, I'm just trying to look at every possibility here. And we do know. 
and I did see at that time, and I'm not comparing it to, I'm just saying, okay, if we're going to go with what this individual suggests, I did see how the lack of a deal for Jimmy Graham that he wanted affected him in the locker room. Now, my man C.D. Deuce last night is tweeting about a chicken sandwich at Wingstop. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. it's not, you know, yeah, Tyron Matthew has taken the Saints off of Instagram more times than C.D. Deuce has. You know, like, I, I don't, I didn't see with my eyes anything to, you know, I didn't see him tweeting, you know, bleep the Saints, or I, I didn't see any of that. So, that and also character flaws mean he's getting in trouble off the field. He, I never heard anything about well, this man off the field. On the like field, said, yeah, he might have his aggression, but that's how he played football. But off the field, this man has no problem. So character issues that everybody in the locker room loves. Yeah, well, like I said, I, like, I just like don't I was about understand to say, it. I, I really don't. Like I was about to say, when when they went through it before with Jimmy Graham was an example that you used, maybe the coaches have an idea that this player may not respond the way that we want through the year, contract year, not getting what he wants in the beginning. Um, they felt that getting some value for him now would be a little better than waiting for the results of that. I don't see it. Some value. <laughs> that's, um, <laughs> that's no value. Not for what he worth. Brian, I'm, I, I'm with you, Brian. I'm with you, bro. Uh, thank you for the phone call. Tom Pelesser, NFL Network, a minute ago. And Ian Johnson Gardner-Johnson is going to be a starting safety for the Eagles, which is important to everyone involved. In New Orleans, he was used predominantly in the slot as a nickel. So when it came to those contract negotiations, the safety market is a lot more lucrative than the nickel market. I spoke to Johnson Gardner-Johnson's agent, Kevin Connor, who told me that there was a strategic element to this. Now he gets into a situation in Philadelphia with some coaches that he knows and are very good on a talent. Talented defense. The opportunity here to make himself a lot of money, Mike, for a guy who, as we know, can be impactful on the game in multiple ways. Normally, I say sometimes the national reporters know what they talk about. That is extremely important context of what you just heard, which is why I wanted to play it as we go to break, Josh. Did you hear what he just said? I talked to his agent, and the safety market and slot corner market are two different markets. This, by what he just said in 39 seconds, I now take as this could have been his agent driving this and at the time of the sit-in it could have been okay we'll go ahead and find somebody to trade for and his agent's thinking i want him to be a starting safety so he can make his money that wasn't happening in new orleans with may and tyron matthew hearing that makes me think that this was an agreement and if not of anything at worst led by his agent to get his client out of here and paid that's what i was the initial thing we talked about that's what i just the show as well Yep. All right, quick break. Tim Rebo, head coach of the Colonel, scheduled to join us and chat a little Colonel football. Don't go anywhere. We're live at Dr. Josh Roulette's Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Facility over here in Lakeview, 132 West Harrison Avenue. It's Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans.
FanDuel wants you to be ready for game day when college football kicks off this week. Right now, new customers could get $150 in free bets guaranteed for week one. Just place a $5 bet and you could get $150 in free bets if you win or lose. I like Oregon to cover 17.5 points against a young Georgia team. I like Ohio State to cover a 15.5 point victory over Notre Dame. And I also like Ohio State as a sleeper pick to win the national championship. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. The app is so easy to use, they're always hooking you up with great odds, and when you win, you'll get paid fast. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel app today and sign up with promo code KLRZ and place a $5 bet to get $150 in free bets guaranteed to kick off the college football season. That's promo code KLRZ. Must be 21 and over and present in Louisiana. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra. Totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new. And we want your trade and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization. This A in patient safety is yet another confirmation of Thibodeau Regional's commitment to providing patients with the highest quality, safest care. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. All right, we had Will Hall back over in our number one, along with Coach Mike Desermo, and we're trying to get a hold of Tim Rebo here in a quick sec. Just sent a quick text to remind him, as uh, I know <laughs> it's a busy week. Getting everything going here, but while we wait, feel free to give us a buzz, 800-998-1003 on the UCFC uh, guest line and phone line here as well. So you and I were talking about during the break there. It, I think that's an important piece of information that Tom Palesser of the NFL Network just said. He specifically mentioned the safety market, and I think important, again, this isn't a source, this isn't speculation. He said he spoke to Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's agent. And that this was strategic was the exact words he used. Right. Strategic. He's meaning. Trying, he's trying to get his guy paid. Right. It's all so, about the money always. Yeah. So, I mean, right now Saints fans are kind of going, what did y'all do? This adds a whole different twist and element to it. This could easily be a situation where, well, not easily, it looks like this was. Pressure. A seedy move. Right. Yeah, it was something that he obviously told his agent maybe he wanted to. To do money wise, he wanted to be in a certain space and he wanted right. to play a certain position. He wanted that much time, and you know his agent went out, batted for him, and this is what he got. Yeah, D, thank you for giving us a call here on the Sports Hangover. What do you have? Can you hear me? Yep, can hear you. What's up? No, hey, um, I have a problem with the trade, but I also look at it as we have depth. 
at that position. Mm-hmm. The only thing about it is, like, the cover skills. I think Bradley Rube is better than CD at that. But as far as tackling and physicality and in the box, stopping the run, you're going to have to get a safety to do that. And honestly, the only person I can see that can really do that is P.J. Williams. But he still, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that, that aspect of the stopping the run game with the nickel. Because that was a part of Chauncey's game. You know, I, again, I, <coughs> excuse me. I know we're, we're going to find out here eventually who uh, is that that player that does that. I, look, I, I think with Bradley Roby's, and again, this is my speculation. I wasn't at practice today. I was here right. <laughs> cutting the grass and setting up. Um, but he has six interceptions. Paulson Adebo is starting. Okay, Paulson Adebo is starting. And I want to put my best players out there. And if CD's agent's trying to get him moved to get him paid, I'm sure it's, you know, again, I, I'm just thinking who's the next best corner I have? Because PJ Williams in the slot corner. He's a safety. Right. And no, I think and Roby's the guy. I mean, I think Bradley Roby's the guy that you're looking at, you yeah. know, right now that you know can go do that. I mean, again, he's had six interceptions this camp. He's had a tremendous camp. And, and then moving forward in the future, because again, Roby's deal isn't long. I think this is last year. I think they really like Alante Taylor, a really young player who's talented and, and saw a lot of action at corner when Marshawn Lattimore didn't attend the OTA during the offseason. You know? so, and I know they're happy with him. They like him. And, and you can see it. He, he looks the part, quote-unquote, on there. Very physical, kind of almost a Debo-like. But I, I would say right now to me, I think it's rope. Yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, the proper analysis. You know, I saw a video of Roby, an interview of him earlier in camp, and this dude said everything correctly. He played every position. He's mm-hmm. ready to go. He's pumped up. The team's where it needs to be. He felt physical. He felt like he was getting everything he needed to be a part of this team in any way possible. And this is a chance for him to step up, you know. Maybe he's not going to be in the position he's used to, but playing a little more nickel. Um, he's an experienced guy, and I think it's the, the best we got to go. D. Yeah, um, I, 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 it's a, it's a, I just don't like what they got back for it. Two right. picks that probably not going to even use. Um, it's just the run game that I'm really worried about because you look at it, CD was all over the field as far as tackling and stuff like that. So nowadays in the slot, you need a corner who can cover and who can tackle. So I don't know, you know, I know Roby is a great, you know, coverage guy. Right. As far as tackling and stuff, I really, I, I don't know. I'm not down on Roby. I just right. feel as if, you know, like for Chauncey's spot, you can rotate Marcus Me and you can rotate Tyron to his spot as far as being in the box safety, like Malcolm Jenkins was last year or previous. So as far as that, but I don't, I still just don't know. Uh, it, it just was a, uh, the, the ball drop, I guess. No, it's definitely yeah, shocking. Yeah. Uh, as as Josh said earlier, it's like, well, what would have been your headline today if this wouldn't have been the case? I'm like, well, they got to get under 50. you got to get to 53 today. They've got today. cuts to make. And Ian Rappaport, thank you, D. got to let you go. Um, the Saints are releasing quarterback Ian Book. Ian Rappaport saying that per source, he's a practice squad target if he clears waivers and should have some interest. I think we I think speculated. Look, I, you're, he wasn't progressed at the level to where you're going to take that roster spot right now with injuries, with the depth that you have, 
at corner, and let's be honest, whether it's Dejon Dixon, whether it's Kirk Merritt, I mean, there's some people there that I kind of maybe want to keep around a little bit. And, and if I said this, if Winston's not playing Dalton, I'm great. And if he can't play, I'm going Hill over Ian Book. I'm just, I just am. Yeah, I just don't think it's someone we need to carry right now. I mean, yeah. we're stronger at the quarterback position this year than we were last year. And we are weaker at other positions. And especially with the move today, they might hold uh, that rookie as well, Taylor. And we might, um, you know, keep an extra O-lineman. Yeah. Uh, so that is the latest. Again, we're wondering what other players. Uh, what do you think about Trey Kwan? <laughs> Dude, I... I wonder the extent of that injury. Right. You know, what was it a shoulder he said he was dealing with? And when you saw him going to go down on that replay, I thought at first it was concussed. You know, his head right. hit hard, but you saw him land on that right shoulder. And Usually you obviously, you, you, you deal with those, um, you deal with those, uh, injuries all the time. And then you kind of wonder, you know, if that's the case that if it's a clavicle, if it's a shoulder or something of that nature, you know, would, would that be it? Would that be it? That could come into play making the decision, absolutely. And with Kirk Merritt looking so good, and usually they keep a rookie on, on, on the team as well to see what they got for the next season. Mm-hmm. That's Coach Willie Fred. Sorry, he's giving me a call. Just go, <laughs> let him know he's go ahead and call, buddy. So, buddy, uh, Willie Fritz calling me. I told him to give you a buzz uh, on that number there as well. I, I think that is something too. You look at Kirk Merritt. That's a guy that you saw him. Score a touchdown, make different plays. I just, I kind of see. He's a running back back in the day. And look, and here's the other thing. If we're talking about money. Right. Right? Keep the rooks. Yeah. I mean, I just, <laughs> we're talking about money. I think Deshaun Dixon is a great practice squad candidate and member. And it's somebody that, look, Sean Payton said very famously here that he is a guy, or he viewed practice squad as, no matter if you're on practice squad, if you're not dressed or dressed, you're going to play at some point in the season. It's like a 17 games now. I mean, somebody's going to get nicked up. We love Landry. Look, Michael Thomas was having a tremendous training camp. Right. Tremendous. Hammy got him. I mean, just, next you know, guy up, you just have to be ready. And yeah. We have to keep the guys there that we think are going to be able to play, whether on practice or not. Yeah, no doubt. But I, how 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 it changes, how that narrative changes until you get that little small piece of information, right? It, it's right. so funny. I, I feel like literally, I was watching a an episode on you know on Real Housewives or something. <laughs> I, I the drama. My wife does, right? right? I just hear yeah, people. You don't, right? And then right at the half hour mark is the <sighs> you know, and then you as you go to break, it kind of shows the, the puzzled look on faces. Anger, right. Right, because we spent most of this morning going, what do you mean they traded C.D. Deuce? And then I play the Tom Pelesera report where he says, well, this was a strategic move by his agent to get him to play safety. He will be the starting safety of the Eagles. That way will lead to a bigger contract. So, folks, what it looks like is this was a C.D. Deuce move. This yeah. wasn't a we don't want you here move. He just didn't New want to Orleans play the Saints. position we had available for him to play. And again... That is a completely different way to feel when you know that, right? Right? Because I think a little of that sting <laughs> off, a little anger. Oh, the I got team. a lot. I got a little anger. I know head coaches are used to that. We're gonna get to Willie Fritz here after right. the break. Coaches are used to being questioned. Oh, absolutely. I had a lot of people texting me about. Oh, I told you about this. Oh, God. <laughs> Quick break. Where we come back, we'll get to the two lane green wave. They're getting ready to take on. UMass this weekend over at Yulman Stadium. We'll talk with Coach Fritz as we have on Tuesdays on the Sports Hangover right here on ESPN New World.
We had a great idea. We decided to give away a whole lot of jewelry. All seven of us agreed. Addie, Wesley, Caroline, Jackson, Julia, Wyatt, and Baby Emily. Our great jewelry giveaway got started when Grandpa Robert asked us, "Do you kids have any suggestions about how to make people happy?" We told him we had a great idea. Let's give away some jewelry. 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 And then Grandpa Robert said, "What?" We said, "Let's, Let's give, give away, away some, some jewelry. jewelry." Grandpa Robert thought about it for a minute. Then he said, "That sounds like a great idea. Come to Ramsey's any day from August twenty second to September third. Ask, are any of the grandkids here today? And you'll get a beautiful Louisiana pendant, no strings attached. But it does come with a matching chain. August twenty second to September third at Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers, the largest diamond store in Louisiana, on Veterans between Bonneville and West End and Metairie. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today?" Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just sixty nine ninety nine. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone dot com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Claim based on data from the NPD Group twenty twenty one. Hoorah! I am Wilbur Lewis, a Vietnam veteran, with the help of some generous donors. I'm trying to get our local veterans together, along with their wives, for a Veterans Day dinner at the VFW Hall in La Rose on November the 12th at 6.30 p.m. If I have not contacted you yet and you are interested in attending the dinner, please text me your name and phone number and the branch of service, 985-637-3849. Hoorah! Thank you. Can we talk hot sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengau. The two-lane green wave on hold here as well. I see Coach Rebo. We're going to try to get a hold of him here in a little bit, maybe perhaps at the top of the hour as something came up. Coach, you know how that works on game week, sir. First off, thank you for your time. It's a busy, busy Tuesday for you, no doubt. How are you? Good. How you all doing? Good to, good to kind of get back to normal. This is super. <laughs> normal season. It's an interesting thing because uh, last year at this time of the year, leading into your opening game, uh, it was not normal, was it, Coach? Well, I just I just got done speaking at the uh, quarterback club in New Orleans here just a little bit ago, and I was talking about how uh, I had all our guys packed for three days. And I was only twenty four days off, <clears throat> and we. Uh, we ended up bringing all of our pets. We, I think we had 31 dogs and a bunch of cats. And we, we made home in Birmingham, Alabama for a while. So we, yeah. we got past that date, and now it's smooth sailing. We're going to have a regular season, and we couldn't be more excited. Yeah, no doubt. And obviously, when you have that you know, spring and fall kind of sense of normalcy, it does kind of get you back into the groove and, and working on things that you wanted to improve on. So, Coach, for Green Wave fans that are listening that haven't maybe had a chance to hear you this offseason, I don't know, give me your one, two, and three things you wanted to make sure were different heading into this year than last year. Well, a lot of things we wanted to have different. Uh, you know, the NCAA allowed you to have footballs in uh, your summer workouts. and In the past, you couldn't have a football out there with the coaches out there. Well, so 
we've got a brand new offensive system that allowed us to, you know, implement that system. And, and uh, I think we got probably 90% of it in right now. So that really helped us with the rule change. Uh, I think we've got a lot of depth. You know, it's, it's probably the most depth we've had since I've been here. Uh, there's only one or two positions I'm a little concerned about. Maybe, we, you know, we're going to have to have a freshman come in and, and uh, help provide that depth, the guy that maybe you haven't seen do it real, in a real ball game. But, you know, great depth along the defensive line. I feel like we've got you know, two outstanding linebackers, but we've got a couple of young guys behind Mickey Anderson and Dorian Williams and Jesus Machado and Corey Platt. I think can play this level. And we're going to need to find a freshman or two or maybe a guy that hadn't played a whole lot to help us out in the secondary. feel really good about our, our top, you know, six, seven players there, but we need to get another guy or two, a little more uh, depth in the offensive line than we've ever had. We'll probably have eight guys play those five positions, kind of roll them in and out. Uh, some good good depth in the running back position with a lot of local kids. Uh, Tajay Spears from Pochettula and Sean Clayton from Warren Easton and Iverson Celestine from Fountain Blue. Uh, all those guys will play a bunch for us along with Ken Carroll who's mm-hmm. rushed for a couple of thousand yards since he's been here and Michael Pratt you know returning a quarterback he's healthy he had surgery on his uh, non-throwing shoulder after the season and then Jeff Nibieta from Country Day uh, he's healthy now he got hurt in our second ball game last year he's ready to go and we got a couple of veteran tight ends uh, I think we got some a pretty good uh, uh, stable of uh, wide receivers which we haven't had we've had one or two main guys and not much depth there. So that would probably probably be the number one thing I'm excited about is we got some, you know, good quality depth. I, I think coach, one of the things that you mentioned there too and we 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 talked on Tuesdays last year. I, I jokingly would open up our segment which with uh what what body part or what part of um you know, your poor quarterback was bleeding this week. I mean, how important is it to, to keep him healthy and upright this year? Because I, I think you got some pretty good skill position players at receiver. And we're going to get to the running back room here in a quick second with Tajay Spears. But keeping Pratt not bleeding as much is, is probably a, a concern for you this year. Yeah, it really is. Michael's a ferocious competitor. And you want that on every guy on your team. But, you know, there's... You know, we tell them all the time, you know, first down, touchdown, get down. And uh, we've worked on that quite a bit. I think he's understanding when to go for it and when to possibly go out of bounds. We talk about C2, split two. You, you see two guys out there in the open field. Instead of trying to run over one of them, you try to go in that soft spot between the two. And, you know, we need to keep him healthy. We need to keep our second guy healthy. Uh, Justin Ibieta, he's also another tough kid who likes to compete and get after it. But, uh, you know, we got some receivers. Uh, you know, we got the Watson back, the Watson twins, uh, Shea Wyatt, led our team mm-hmm. in receptions last year. Lawrence Keyes, the transfer that came in from, you know, played high school ball at McDonough 35 and was at Notre Dame. Quan Jackson has had a heck of a career. Uh, Hanville product and great punt returner and also a super receiver. Uh, uh, Day Day McDougal played, actually played high school football at Pratt down in Florida in, uh, in Maryland transfer tremendous speed uh, so we've got quite a few guys that uh, we think can, you know uh, number one run disciplined routes but also can get behind people in the secondary at great speed so 
you know, we need our quarterbacks to stay healthy in order for that to be successful. Speak with head coach Willie Fritz of the Tulane Green Wave. You can follow the program on the athletic website, TulaneGreenWave.com, and, of course, over on Twitter at GreenWaveFB. Coach, I know it was high praise, and maybe I was a little ahead of myself, but, um, man, I thought Tajay Spears looked like an NFL quarterback, I mean running back early on in his, you know, uh, running, and, and then he gets injured there at Southern Miss. And getting him healthy is so important, I think, to that backfield. He's a special talent, is he? And from all indications, I've spoken to Corey and others that have watched some practice He's healthy. Yeah, he really is. He's, he's having zero issues. Uh, our trainers, our doctors, everybody who's been involved in rehab, and I mean, especially Tajay, have done a great job. You know, his last game against Memphis, he was 30 carries for 264 yards, which is hard to do. You don't hear about guys running for over 200 yards anymore. But we think he's one of the top backs in the country. But we've also got a lot of other good backs. And, uh, you know, gone are the days where you're going to have guys carry the ball 30 times each and every week. You know, it's kind of a very rare instance with him last ball game of the year, those kind of things. So we'll we'll have uh, – he's going to get the, the majority of the carries, but also Clean Carroll and Shad Clayton and Iverson Celestine mm-hmm. are going to carry the ball a bunch because we think they're all very talented as well. Also seems that the transition at offensive coordinator has been good with Pratt and Jim Svoboda, huh? Yeah, Jim does a super job. You know, uh, I was a head coach at the University of Central Missouri from oh, 97 through 20, uh, 2009. And then Jim came in and took my place and did just an excellent job there as a head coach, also the offensive coordinator. He's really got a lot of experience. He's the, you know, he's the head coach of the offense. He really does a nice job with, you know, each position, not just the quarterbacks, and, you know, seeing the big picture. Sometimes uh, guys are really good with the X's and O's, and they're not quite sure you know, who should be playing and how much. That's a big thing with with myself and with Jim. Is you know who's getting the touches and when are they getting the touches and, and uh, you know and how they're getting it. You know, there's some guys who run some plays better than others. You got to do a good job of uh, making sure that they're you know running the plays and in on the plays that they, you know they take advantage of their strengths and try to hide their weaknesses. And I think that's an advantage for us having Jim here because he's really called mm-hmm. play for so long and been around football so long. Chris Hampton, your defensive coordinator and that side of the football coach in the American uh, and in college football, but really that conference we know. Um, hold on, because here comes some passes, high-tempo offenses, playing defense a little different now. And I've asked you in the past, too, how do you view it differently where it's just try? hey, can you hold the field goals? Can you just hold position here? It's just hard to get sacks now with the ball coming out. When you look at that side of the football for you guys, what kind of philosophy do you have going into this year, and how comfortable are you? Well, we played really good defense last five games of the year. No, it didn't start off very okay. good, but we played great the last five games. You know, we want to build on that, uh, you know, very multiple on defense with what we do up front. Uh, I think we've got a, a, a very complex, uh, you know, blitz package, you know, both zone blitz where you're playing zone behind it, and, you know, man blitz and man free. Uh, hard to tell what we're in a lot. And, and uh, it, it is complicated. It's, this sport is complicated now. It used to be two teams would play and, both teams are kind of run the same offense, the same defense. They do exactly the same thing in the kicking game, but it's a lot different now. And, and uh, we've got a lot of guys who've been in the system. Chris has been in the system. 
you know, the assistant coaches have been in it as well. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, you know, uh, playing great defense the whole year. Uh, probably going to rot- rotate, I don't know, eight to ten guys on, on the front four. Darius Hodges led the conference in tackles for loss. Patrick Jenkins is a transfer. came back in from TCU, played at John Aaron High School. He, he's had a great camp. Adonis Brillo from uh, Hanville High School has started a bunch of games. Angelo Anderson from John Curtis High School. Keith Cooper was a true freshman last year. We played a lot for us. So there's just some depth that we haven't had in the past. And, and uh, that's exciting to be able to roll guys, particularly early in the year where, where guys are getting into game shape. All right, so, Coach, uh, we've gone through spring. You've done as much practice as you can here, and it's game week, sir. And you got UMass coming up on the home opener Saturday night, 6 o'clock. You can check it out on ESPN+. Plus, But we know you want folks over there at Yulman Stadium. How important is it to have those first two games at Yulman? You'll go to Kansas State, and in the month of September will be against Southern Miss, which, by the way, Coach, we now have Will Hall joining our Tuesday Coaches segment here, and he joined us at 12.50, and he's looking forward to coming back to Yeoman. But the importance of starting for you guys at Yeoman two games and um, and getting off to the right start. Well, first of all, make sure you record all of Will's conversations. <laughs> yeah, next time I, I will. Questions. I must see that week. <laughs> uh, before that, but uh, I actually talked to Will last night, as a matter of fact. But, you know, uh, it, it just – I know there's some people listening right now maybe never been to a game at Yeoman Stadium. Uh, it is maybe the most intimate stadium that there is in the country at the Division One level. Every seat is an excellent seat. You know, I just talked to the quarterback club. I believe we have $5 beers at every game. You know, there's $10 tickets for every game. Uh, so you can bring your whole family and friends and everybody else and you know, not have to take a loan out. Uh, and I think if you come to a game, you'll be very, very impressed with the talent level in the American Athletic Conference. And then also, I think you'll you'll say, "Hey, this is an unbelievable venue to, to watch a you know Division One college football." So, like to get some people out there, and, and uh, especially week uh, one, we're playing UMass at home, six p.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. All right, Coach. What what can you tell us about UMass as we? Uh... How about another ninety seconds here? Not much. You know, <laughs> this is their. They got a brand new staff. You know, Don Brown's their head coach. He was the head coach there mm-hmm. in the early two thousands. Uh, kind of a defensive mastermind. He did a great job at Michigan as a D coordinator. Uh, he was last at uh, Arizona. Uh, you know, so we have an idea about what they're going to run on defense. Not sure if he's going to call it or if it, uh, the guy that he hires, the D coordinator, is going to call it. You know how much he's going to be able to put in the very first week, you know. So you just work on a lot of what ifs with your team uh, offensively. The offensive coordinator was at a Ferris State, a Division II school in Michigan, and was an analyst at uh, Michigan mm-hmm. last season. So we have an idea what they're going to do, but you know that's the kind of beauty of week one. They're not really positive mm-hmm. what we're going to do. And, we're not exactly sure what they're going to do, so you got to make it. Got to make a lot of adjustments in week one. I was going to wrap up, Coach Willie Fritz, by saying I've been around you enough to to say this is exactly the perfect game when you go. It's all about us and not about them because you don't know what there you're go. doing. There it is. See, 
coaching speak 101. Coach, I appreciate you for committing to come and join us here on Tuesdays again. Looking forward to it throughout the season, and good luck on Saturday night. Thank you, Gus. Roll wave. Yep, for sure. We come back. Mr. Frank Selfo, Southeastern head football coach, will join us next. Don't go anywhere. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Lakeview Massage and Therapy is a must for recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120 minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury and recovery, lymphatic detox, pre and postnatal, post mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. LakeviewMassageandTherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at Let'sRev.com. It's Gus Kattengill with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams, and you'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. At Lion of Football's way to follow Southeastern football over on Twitter. The athletic website's lionsports.net. Mr. Frank Selfo, head coach of the Lions, joins us once again this year on Tuesdays. Coach, thank you for the time. Thank you for saying you do so. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. I've missed you. It's been a while since we've done this, man. It has. I um. I was. I, I. I was trying to make my way over there, Lake Charles, for media day, coach. I didn't, but I did get to hear you say that. You were looking forward to chatting here again. You know what a difference a year makes, coach. Where I pulled up your schedule last year because I knew it, it was a while. Right, the season starts in Florence, then Ruston, then Connecticut. Yeah then Lake Charles, then Thibodeau, and finally on October 16th, you guys uh, finally hosted the game and were in Strawberry Stadium. Man, last year to this year, what a what a difference, thankfully. Well, you know, think about it. Hurricane Ida hitting and, uh, you know, all the damage and destruction that it did. We were just fortunate enough to play, Gus. Uh, you know, missing that COVID year was big for us to not have – we didn't play and it just – you know, that was 
have an opportunity to play. We didn't care whether we where we played or when we played. We just wanted to play. And, you know, we were just lucky. We were fortunate. Right. You know, um, obviously when, when you look at the way the season went last year there as well, too, I guess what was some of the lessons that you think guys coming back this year can take from that or maybe perhaps maybe be hungry as to where you guys ended? Yeah, I think it goes both ways. You know, uh, we learned that, uh, you, you know, you can overcome adversity. If you stay focused and uh, stay true to the process that you started out with, that uh, you can overcome things. And we were able to do that, you know, being evacuated for 12 days and being on the road for five straight weeks and, uh, you know, playing opponents that we've never seen before. So that was a difficult situation, but we overcame it. And then, you know, we, we, we played 12 games up until the last one and we were nine and three, but all three of those games were by uh, a field goal. We lost by a field goal. And there were some things right. in each one of those games that we could have done a better job of finding three points to win each, each one of those. And, uh, you know, that's our mission is, is to make sure that, the mistakes that we did made uh, in each of those games, and then also in some of the victories, but in each of those games particularly, uh, we, we, we've got to overcome them. We've got to be able not to do that anymore. We spoke with Coach Michael Desermo from UL, back around 1245, Coach, and I asked him what kind of team he expected to face from Uni. Complimented that you guys had had a pretty good team the last several years, and he was ready to to face a, a high powered team and offense and things. Ain't you? But Cole Kelly was your quarterback for a bit. He's no longer there. How are you at the quarterback position? I think we're good. You know, I think Stevens is Stevens Johnson is going to be our starter, and he's had a look. He's been this his third year in our system, Gus, and uh, he's he's been mm-hmm. able to go through. He's played some critical downs for us. Uh, he's been part of some big games. He's played in situations where. You know, we put him in those situations just to see how he'd react, and he's done well. So now it's his, it's his team, and it's his time to take this team and run with it. And I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, you after coaching for so long, you get excited to see guys being able to step up and, and uh, you know, where it's taking them, how far you've developed them, and how far they can take the team. And it's exciting for me to be able to see this receiver. When you take a look at the rest of your offense, what other, uh, I guess, question marks did you have going into spring or in the uh, in fall practice here? Well, I think it's, that's across the board, all 11 spots, right? Yeah, you, you compete every week <laughs> right. for a starting position. I don't think there's anybody mm-hmm. that says, uh, I got this thing locked down till the end of the year. You know, it's, it's constant development, constant growth, constant evaluation because injuries take place, guys don't play well. Uh, uh, some guy gets healthy. Some guys lights come on, and uh, you know he takes off. So I, I don't think we ever say, uh, "Here's our guys, let's go play." We, we just say, "Look, we're going to rotate a lot of people in in the first uh, game. We're going to, and that's going to happen throughout the course of the season. You won't just see eleven on offense and eleven on defense. It'll be a uh, we'll have a lot of people playing uh, uh, on both sides of the ball." Is that one of those challenges that? It never changes year in and year out, Coach, where you have all those best laid plans. You kind of think you know, but un- until that first game of the season kicks off, I mean, game film is different, right, than practice and scrimmage film. There, there's no doubt. You know, guys, uh, you get some great practice players who really don't play exceptionally well during the game, and then you got guys, uh, you know, the other way around. But, you know, the, to overcome the injury situation, it's a constant development. And I think that's when, you know, when you look at a team like UL, 
even though they lost a lot, they still got so many guys come back. I, guess, I think they got three or four guys that are, you know, NFL players uh, on the defensive side alone. And when you look at those guys, them winning as many games they have over the last two or three years, the depth that those guys have, uh, those kids were playing. You know, they might not have been a starter, but they were playing the entire time. And because they were playing the entire time, uh, they were gaining valuable experience. And, um, you know, that's going to show for them this Saturday and throughout the rest of the season. Right, good point. Coach, how does the conference look this year? Oh, boy, it's balanced. I tell you, it was, it was, uh, we, we saw each other at media day, and the coaches had a chance. We really threw some things around, and it's, uh, there's going to be a lot of – there's going to be some fireworks. UIW is going to be good. You know, the transfer portal throws things off, you know, because you're really not sure what sure. anybody has. But Nickel State will also have a great team this year. Northwestern, Brad feels real good about his club. Uh, get the chance to talk to Gary over at McNeese. He's excited. Texas A&M Commerce, Houston Baptist. There's Lamar even. They're, they're, those guys, are they're jumping back in, you know, into the conference. So I think everybody really feels good about their team. And uh, there's, it's going to be a topsy-turvy season in the conference, I believe. All right, you guys kicked it off Saturday over in Lafayette. At least it's in state, Coach. And after one trip to Florida, you'll get back to Strawberry Stadium. And I can't wait for you to give us, like you did last year, um, weekly tailgate suggestions for when you have those home games. But this week you're on the road. So with the cages, what do you think is key here, especially with that first game? Is it quick starts? Let me guess, turnovers, things of that nature, huh? Yeah, it's kind of easy, right? Uh, you know, we got to survive the onslaught early. It's going to be – they're going to come out. Look, they're a good team, right? We know that. They're a top-20 team. I think they're a little overlooked right now because of uh, maybe the coaching change, maybe they, some of the guys they lost. But I think on the national scene, they're a little overlooked. They're not overlooked in their conference. They picked to win that, right? So uh, I think early on, they're really going to be being at home, uh, Michael Desimo's first game, it's going to be an excitement in the crowd that uh, maybe they haven't seen in a while. So their team will be juiced. So we'll have to survive the onslaught early and try to keep the game close. And, uh, you know, maybe a, a play here, a play there, you know, it goes. Like you said, a turnover, a major penalty, uh, somebody making a mistake on a, a crucial third down or red zone situation, then, you know, you never know what's going to happen uh, at the end of the game. Frank, still exciting for you? This this week here, I mean, obviously, you know, when, when you do everything that you guys do, all the practice and everything, and you finally get to game week, it, it just it, it does, right? There's a different sense uh, and feeling when a new season arises, doesn't it? Yeah, look, this is 40, 41 for me, man. And uh, this week, <laughs> you know, you go through camp, and, uh, you know, camp is camp, and then all of a sudden this week comes on and you wake up and you go, here it is. So, yeah, it, it is. You, you get some jitters. You get uh, some butterflies in your stomach, and, and it doesn't change. I guess maybe when that stops happening, I'll just get out of this thing. But it sure didn't stop happening this week. <laughs> well, Coach, hopefully it doesn't for a while. But when you do, I mean, I got a, I got a seat here for you, man. I love to put a headset with you. you. You can always co-host whenever you want, man. I always enjoy my conversations with you, and I knew when Tuesday was coming. I talked to Kremlin. I'm like, I got to get him back on, man. I enjoy having my conversations with you. Oh, Gus, I appreciate it. Uh, that, that My wife should be happy to hear that I got a job if I ever do stop doing this. She'll be happy about that. <laughs> yeah, she'll be happy to get you back out that house. Right? I mean, that's the thing. When, when we're done doing what we do, it's like I have vacation or I have a day off, and it's like, what, what are you doing here? Get, get out of my kitchen area. I'm like, what? I got time. No. Never, they, they, have, they have their own little routine there as well, Coach.
Good luck on Saturday night over in Lafayette. Looking forward to talking to you next Tuesday. Go ahead. Thank you, Gus. I'll see you all next week, man. I appreciate it. Yep, that's for sure. (laughs) Lionsports.net is the way to follow Southeastern Athletics. That is the school website. And, of course, Southeastern Football at Lionup Football. And on Tuesdays, awesome to have Coach Frank Selfo back. And we will talk about the week that was and the week that is coming up that'll do it for our number two tim rebo will join us at the top of this hour coming up as well we'll chat with him as the colonels will get back into action here as well over the weekend and then the rest of the show it is open to you guys because it's a bit different i think what we heard tom palesero tell us about cd deuce and the saints trading him to the eagles for a fifth-round pick in 2023 and the worst of two six-round picks in 2024. But Tom Perlesero of the NFL Network said this was a strategic move by CD's agent to get him to be the starting safety in Philadelphia so he can be paid more. So that's a bit different than the Saints getting rid of him for a bag of Skittles. This looks like this was an internal move on CD in his camp. Sporting over continues next on ESPN New Orleans. Up and down, all around.